Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What is up, you all? What is up, family? This is Speak. I'm Emmanuel Acho. We appreciate y'all watching. Could be watching any show. You're watching ours. About to be the best 90 minutes of your life. I can all but guarantee it. But if it's not, sorry, no money back. On the far end, that is Slick, Rick, the Buker Slick. How are we? If they only knew how we prep for our show. If they only <laughs> they can't knew. can't find out. Keep it in the vault. Yeah, <laughs> Dr. Joy Taylor. Doing good. Doing good. 2-5. Two, 2 Live. Eagles all-time rushing leader, LaShawn Shady McCoy. We got to get it started because the NBA Finals are here. The Nuggets, they show no rust at all. Remember, they were coming off that long break after sweeping the Lakers, and they went out storming. Jokic, another triple-double, 27 points in his Finals debut. Help from his sidekick, Jamal Murray, 26 points. On the flip side, Jimmy Butler, he didn't have the best night last night. 13 points in the Heat set, a postseason record. Not a great one with only two free throw attempts. Joy Taylor, you are the resident Miami Heat expert, knowing more about the Heat than anybody on television. So you tell me, you tell us, should the Heat be worried after game one? No. Also, the Heat can't call fouls for themselves, so that's someone else's responsibility. I'm not going to get fined. That was <laughs> so we'll move on from, I don't like complaining about reps, but I mean, be serious. No, I actually feel, I feel good about how it went last night. Oh. I feel calm. Mm. First of all, mm. the Nuggets were supposed to win last night, right? Mm-hmm. I know we all said, like, this was the game that the Heat could steal and all that. Mm. Were they favored? Yeah. Mm. Uh, is it at home? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have they been resting? They've been great at home. They've been great at home. The number one team in the Western Conference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't they win the first game? And if you really watch the game, in my opinion, I feel encouraged. Mm. The first three quarters were awful. But the fourth quarter, they go on an 11-0 run to start the fourth quarter. They were down by 24 at one point in this game. It, yep. it, it was looking grim. They're down by nine points with 234 left in the game. It was still within reach. Right. It was like garbage time. Everyone was still out there. Yeah. It's game one. Go the heat. heat. The Heat are allowed to look a little tired. You know? What's, what encourages me the most about it is the reason that they lost, in my opinion, outside of only having two free throws, Jimmy didn't play well. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's a little tired. Maybe he needs a couple of days to get his legs under him. But they shot terribly, and they weren't highly contested shots. These are wide open shots, shots that they usually make. Struess, zero points, 0 for 9. He averages over nine points a game. Mm-hmm. If he just hits his average, this is a different game. I don't expect him to keep shooting that way. Martin, Struess, and Robinson combined for six whole points. They were two of 23. All their six points? Yeah, it's not good. Ah, mm-hmm. Not good. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'll shoot like that again. I'm mm-hmm. hoping they'll get to the free throw line. Bam had a really nice night. Mm-hmm. Jimmy is more aggressive. I think it's a different game. Mm-hmm. Slick, where are you at on this one, man? Should the Heat <sighs> be worried after game one? No, they shouldn't be worried. No? No. It's going to be over soon. So mm. why 
why get tense about? Just happy to be there, you know? Happy to have a new experience. Uh, yeah, you know what? We had a good run. We did. We had a good run. What, what time is the flight out of Denver? Okay. <laughs> let's, let, let's make sure we don't miss that. Uh, look, um, to Joy's point, yeah, there were some things that didn't go Miami's way. I, I don't know that Miami found something in the fourth quarter as much as Denver kind of let their foot off the gas. They just didn't play the same way. And I didn't think Denver played particularly well. I think... I didn't get the sense that they were pressed a whole lot. And it was why it was difficult as much as I want to see a competitive series. It's hard for me to make an argument about where the Miami Heat are going to find an advantage. Mm -hmm. Where was the advantage that the Miami Heat did not exploit? With Jimmy Butler, he's being guarded against Aaron Gordon. That's a bigger, equally athletic, if not more athletic defender. They have longer, more athletic guys that are making it difficult for even when Jimmy got inside and he's kicking it out. Um, he's got to find his way. He's like leaping in the air and then making the pass. And that's where I think even when those shots were, were open, I want to, what I didn't have and didn't see or keep track of was how many of those were at the end of the shot clock? How many of those were not necessarily duress from a hand in your face, but I got to get this off because the clock, shot clock's about to expire. Mm -hmm. That's where I saw the difference in what Denver did than what Boston did. I thought the quality of shots that, that Miami got against Boston were higher, and that's why they shot a higher percentage. And <clears throat> on the flip side, the Nuggets didn't shoot at what I would expect them to shoot from range. They did all their work on the inside. So as much as I'd like to think I saw something that they could take and move on with, I just didn't see it. Where you at, 2-5? Should the Heat be worried after game one? I, I think so. I truly do. I, I think that um, even Jokic, he played well, but he missed some easy shots that he normally makes. Mm -hmm. And I was scary to see, like, uh oh he's missing that, and, 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 and he's still winning, and he's still having a triple-double. Also, we talked about how the Heat was playing with so much confidence, right? We talked about how these, these role players – have been playing excellent, playing great. They kind of came back to form, all right? Came, mm. came to the reality a little bit. Mm. Finals is here. <laughs> we see them guys that normally average nine points, ten points. They look like that. They couldn't, they couldn't score. And now, now one thing I will say about the Heat, I, I think they're, they miss a lot of open shots. I think they won't do that again. I think they'll knock some of them shots down. But overall, it's the size difference. Uh, that, that's one thing that stood out to me. The difference between all the size. Like, at, at one point in time, I was seeing Kyle Larry chasing um, – um, um, What's the, the uh, tall kid? Uh, Michael, um, Porter Jr. Michael Porter Jr. Mm -hmm. yeah. I was like, yo, wow. Yeah. Just the, the, even getting the shot up. Great defense, yeah. better shot. I mean, he's yeah. 6'10. You know, so that was the biggest thing. Then also, Jimmy Butler, at, at times, he like he lost confidence, missed a couple shots in a row, and then he kind of went away from it, went to passing, went to passing. For them to be a good team, for them to be co competitive like they've been the whole playoff series, they were, they were aggressive. They got to the free throw line. They had two free throws last night. That's not how the Heat basketball is played. Right? Yep. And, then, and then if your best player, who Jimmy Butler, who we all talk about, he didn't look good last night. He didn't look aggressive. So I just feel like, man, they're going to be in trouble. Just watching that, how that game went. Now, now, granted, anything can happen. I think they can make adjustments. They're, they're coached very, very well. Of course. Mm -hmm. But watching that game, yes, I, I, it definitely scared me for the future. Here's my biggest concern. And Joy, Shady, Slick, we all recall, after watching the Lakers game, the first game with Lakers versus the Nuggets, they lost. And I came to the desk, I think most of us did, and said, man, I'm giving the Lakers a chance. Like, I'm even more encouraged after that. Because I was like, oh, the Lakers have enough. After game one, AD had 40 and 10. LeBron had 26, 12, and 9. Right. I was like, oh, the Lakers have enough. 
Their money, they just didn't have enough time to count it up. It's almost like when you take a standardized test, an SAT, an IQ test, a Wonderlick test, getting ready for the NFL. When you know the answer, but you run out of time. Mm. It's like, ah, I knew the answer. Yeah. I got enough. When I watched the Heat play, conversely to when I watched the Lakers play and they got swept, when I watched the Heat play, I was like, oh, they don't even have enough. Like, who's going to give them 40 and 10? Mm. Bam had a great game. I suggest yep. Bam had his second best game of the playoffs last night. 26, yep. 13, and yeah. I think Played five well. or six. Played good. great. Still wasn't enough. So when I look at the Heat compared to the Nuggets, I'm asking myself, I don't know that the Heat have enough. Whereas I said, oh, I think the Lakers have enough, and the Lakers still got swept. So that truly is probably the biggest reason I'm worried about Miami. But I know, Joy, you say it doesn't really matter until somebody wins on the road. Is that still where your head is, where your heart is? I mean, unless they change the rules, it's still a seven-game series. It absolutely is. Home team's supposed to win the first game. I understand that we're supposed to take things away from the game, mm -hmm. but I, I would be more concerned if I felt like everyone played good to great on the Heat's yeah. roster and they still lost like that. Yeah. Then I would be like, damn, we are in trouble because how much better of a performance can we put up when we're still losing by 11 and still down by 24? But to me, that was a terrible performance from the Heat. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm just... I'm just, I've, I guess I'm just a crazy person. I don't know. They beat the Bucks in five. They beat the Knicks in six. They beat the Celtics in seven. They're in the NBA Finals. I mean, the East must be weak because it's still here. It's, it is still, like, they're in the Finals, and it's yeah. like, man, they don't have a chance. But that, that this is sweet. But that, they ain't got nothing for these Nuggets who nobody even thought was going to be in the Finals yeah. themselves. But what, do you, but what do you often say? You say, I got to take my new information. And maybe it was one game. No, no, no. But I mean, overall, maybe we overestimated what the Eastern Conference was because I was with you in terms of I was convinced that the, the champion was going to come out of the East. Right. It was going to be Milwaukee. It was going to be Boston. And maybe the dark horse was Philadelphia. But that was where it was going to come because but the Warriors didn't look like anything. The Lakers, for the better part, didn't look like anything. We couldn't trust the Denver Nuggets because of their history. But what I've seen from the Denver Nuggets in this run has made me a believer. And what I do like about the Miami Heat, and I think it's one of the reasons why they made the comeback in the fourth quarter, is because whatever the case is, the Miami Heat are not going to stop playing. Correct. You're going Correct. to have to knock them mm -hmm. out. And the Nuggets let go of the rope. And if they do too much of that, then I could see them getting in a little bit of trouble and that confidence swinging. But one of the things that the Nuggets have been very good about is that when they had the opportunity to push it forward and not, they've, they've had lapses for a quarter or for several minutes. They haven't had it for an entire game. And so, look, uh, Spo can, he can start Cody Zeller or he can, he can do something. He can put Aaron Gordon uh, or uh, Bam Adebayo on Aaron Gordon because he was just beating the stuffing out of Gabe Vincent, right? He can make some moves, put, throw Kevin Love in there and see if that gives you something. There's some, there's some strings that he can pull, but I, none of them are so convincing to me that I think that it's going to turn Lick, the series. You know, and, and Shady, let me know how you feel about this. Oftentimes, fans at home, viewers at home, you might ask the question of, well, who's the best team? The best team's going to win the game. What I've learned in analyzing and playing sports is not who's the best. Who's the best at their worst? 
Because it's not guaranteed you'll play your best on any mm, given night. Mm, mm. In the event you play your worst, am I still better? Mm. Usain Bolt won so often, not because he, won, he ran a great race every time he went out there, but even at Usain Bolt's worst, he was still capable of beating you. So when I think about what Joy said, and I think it was very well said, is that, well, the Heat didn't collectively play a great game. They did not. But the problem is, Bam played a great game. So say game two, Jimmy plays a great game, but Bam doesn't play a great game. Which is very popular. Gabe Vincent played a great game, but Struess played a terrible game. Say next game, Struess and Martin play great games, but Vincent doesn't play a great game. So the question isn't like if everybody's at their best, because that rarely ever happens on a given night. For example, we talked about it. Through three quarters, Jokic only had five attempts. Now, he was still dishing the ball out through halftime, 10 points, 10 dimes. So he's still contributed. But Jokic can still drop 50. I think we saw him do that against the Suns game two. Murray, we know what he can do. (laughs) We saw him do that against the Lakers. So really where I'm so torn and tormented is, are we really depending on five of the eight Heat contributors playing well on a given night? It's been their formula. Correct. And can they keep doing it? If so, I think they can get it done. That's just a hard thing to get done. Well, coming up, you know what the Heat did do? They whooped the Boston Celtics. And now the Celtics are looking for another coach. But also, Jokic is the matchup currently on the docket. Is Jokic the best player on planet Earth? Hmm. We'll talk about that first. Hmm. Don't forget, you can check us out every day on the Fox Sports Channel on Sirius. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, back to the finals, but the flip side. Nikola Jokic, he dominated yesterday, and it wasn't all in the points column. He had 26, but still had a phenomenal triple-double, what he usually does. 27, actually, if I am not mistaken. 27, 10, and 14. So here is the most important question in the basketball world right now, besides who's going to win the finals. The most important question is, is Jokic the best player on the planet? Now, Slick, to remind the viewer at home, you're so credible in NBA circles that you actually get to vote on MVP. Yes. yes. Not many people do. You know how many? Off the top of your head, how many voters there are? 100. 100 voters. You are one of the 100. So we are talking mm. to somebody who not only has inside information, but somebody who's incredibly credible in the space. Slick is the Joker, and has he proven he's the best player on the planet? I'm not going to c- complain if anybody says that they believe that he is, but I, the, the word that I'm hung up on is proved. Like, because that would suggest that he's proved it over this playoff run that he is the best. And the problem I have is that uh, it's absent of his competition. Are we giving Jokic best player on the planet because Giannis Antetokounmpo moved to Mars or because he didn't get out of the first round? Because he, and look, if you want to say, hey, injuries don't matter or injuries a factor, Giannis had a bad back. Joel Embiid was injured. Like, his competition isn't here to stand up. And again, if I look at the Denver Nuggets and their composition and what's happening and how, and how <clears throat> Jokic is playing, I have to give credit to the fact that Aaron Gordon is big-boying Gabe Vincent and that Jamal Murray had 26-10. and 10, And he's got a better team around him 
and the other competition is absent. So he's got a better team than the competition right now. <clears throat> it just it just feels like the scales are tilted, and it's really easy to say yes because he's the he's playing the best of any player who's playing right now, <laughs> right? But does that and if you want to say that makes him the best, I'm okay. But I just like we're gonna say he's the best, and then we get to next season and Joel Embiid puts a 50 on him, and we're gonna now we have to revise it. Well, what happened between now and then, other than he played the competition? It's easy to say that he's the best, so I'll do what's easy in life. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say, Shady, that he is the best player on the planet, and in large part because one of the best abilities, if not the best ability, is availability. Sure. So I credit Jokic for being healthy when my guy Giannis Antetokounmpo wasn't. Okay. I credit Jokic for being healthy when Joel Embiid wasn't. Now, Jokic does have a lot of help, but I will say Jokic makes that help look better than they Absolutely. would without. So he does have Murray, he does have Gordon, he does have KCP, he does have MPJ, he has all of these pieces, mm -hmm. but I think that Jokic makes those players look significantly better than they are without him. Furthermore, Embiid did have Harden drop 45, if I'm not mistaken, when he was out. Mm -hmm. Embiid had Harden drop 41 when he was present. So Embiid had his help. Now, I don't think Middleton helped Giannis as much as Middleton has in the past. This year, obviously, Middleton missed half of the season due to injury himself. But if you were present, I got to give you some credit for being there. I got to give you credit for being available. I got to give you credit for being in shape. I got to give you credit for being healthy. Jokic is healthy. He's present. He's available. And he balls every single night. Furthermore, I can't really find too many flaws in his game. I think Embiid has leadership flaws. I think Embiid has cardio and conditioning flaws. I think Giannis has shooting flaws, particularly from the free throw line. But Jokic, when I look at his flaws, I can't find too many of them. Based on aesthetics, I want to say he's not in shape, but he don't ever get tired. So in my mind, Jokic has proven, and if he does win the finals, because he still got to do that. He win the finals, proven the best player on the planet. What are we talking about right now? What are we talking about? Jokic is the best player walking right now. I mean, and this guy is a two-time MVP, back-to-back, -back, for a reason. You know what's funny? We, we, we criticize him so much. Why is he getting MVP again? Da, da, da. He, he's stat-patting. He's doing the same thing he did. Them two years, he's doing the same thing in the playoffs, in the finals. He's, mm -hmm. he's averaging a triple-double. Yeah, How is he not the best? Right? Like, I, I know your guy. I, I know. The Greek freak, he's, he's a great player. Joel Embiid, one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. I'm biased. But can we keep it real? Keep it real. Let's do stats. First of all, this whole this whole playoff series and all that, yeah. all these teams, he's shooting the second best from from three. He's yeah. a center behind Booker. That's it. At forty eight percent, he's shooting fifty four percent from the field. He leads all the playoffs. He's averaging eleven assists. He leads the playoffs in that category Eesh. as a center, and he's leading in rebounds at thirteen a game. Like. I'm just trying to figure out what we're talking about. Is he a better defensive player than Giannis Antetokounmpo? He's affecting the game better than everybody. Is he a so better no. defensive so, player so, than Joel Embiid? I'm going to say no, defense-wise, no. Okay. No. But that, I'm but, just but saying that, but that's, that's part of the game. You know what it is, though? That's cool. That's cool, and I get what you're saying, but when it comes to affecting the game, this time when Steph Curry wasn't the best defender, mm -hmm. he affected the game so much that they made him the top player in the league. <clears throat> Yo, which I, when, when I watch him, it's like, and, I'm, and I'm being honest, I, I think it's because he doesn't look sexy. Right? We want to crown the guy that looks the best. Steph Curry, LeBron James, Kevin Durant. You know what I mean? The Greek freak. It looks sexier. It don't look sexy with him. He going to wobble down that court. 
bang. He's going to hit you with the no-look pass. Like, he, I don't know, he's man. balling, bro. his passes are pretty... I'm keeping it real, and I don't want to keep talking too much about him because I, I, I really love and I get excited when I, when I see great players. Mm. Yeah, he's great. But the thing he's doing right now, he's dominating. And the one thing that we, we, we criticize him for is not getting it done in the playoffs, and he has all them role players looking so good. He does. I've never seen him look this good. Mm. Real quick, real quick, Joe, before you go, because you talked about the role players. Mm-hmm. Like, Jamal Murray's looking good. Mm-hmm. Look, looking, looking elite. I've never seen him look looking this good. Elite. Michael Porter Jr.? I've never seen him look this good. Aaron Gordon. KCP? Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon. He looked this good to you? Pause. He looked. No. And the big reason is number 15 for Denver. Yeah, I don't care about who anybody's playing with. Giannis won winning before he got guys there. Mm. LeBron has not won by himself. Jordan didn't even win by himself. That's true. Kobe didn't win by oh, himself. There you go. It's a team game. So, yeah, you better have some players around you. And mm-hmm. role players are going to have to step up like they have on every single championship run that has ever happened in the history of the sport. Because yeah. it's a team game. When we're talking about the best player on the planet, it's, it's Jokic. It's just Jokic. To me, and it's, it's really, it's splitting hairs, really. Like, if you want to say Giannis, cool. To me, it's been Giannis, KD, or Jokic for a while now. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I love Embiid, and he was the MVP this year. But, I mean, I mean come on. Embiid can't get past the second round of the playoffs. Embiid can't stay healthy. Embiid is, is not on Jokic's is level. He's not the best player on the planet. You can be the MVP and not be the best player on the planet. We can go down a whole long list of MVPs that were not the best player on the planet when they won the regular season MVP. Jokic affects the game in ways that we've never seen before. People always want to try and find a comp for him. There is no comp for him. He's like this. He rebounds like this. He shoots like this. He's he's not aesthetically what we want. We want it to look different. We want him to be a different aesthetic. And it's just, it's frustrating. He looks like he's not in shape. That man will run circles around everybody at this table. That is very true. <laughs> he does it every single night. He's never yeah. tired. He's, yeah. he's strong. His passes are elite. He's an elite passer. He can shoot from the three. He's 500 feet tall. I, I just don't know what else we would want. What else? If you were like We want some more slam dunks. No, 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 no. no. We want some slam dunks. Player, like, want. What else could you ask for well, when right. it comes to what he can do on the court? But this is my whole point. Like, Jokic can't. He can't prove it right now because he's not up against the competition. He's doing... doing, Did they miss the plane? They got the the tummy flu? They got knocked out. He is doing everything that he possibly can to prove that he's the best player in the league. But Doc Rivers versus Michael Malone, who has the better coach? Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter Jr., and you can say that offensively he makes them better. But defensively, they they cover for him. So when I look at what Giannis Antetokounmpo does at both ends of the floor to make everybody better at both ends of the floor, I just can't discount that. Can I ask one question? Can I ask one question? Um, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Real quick, because like I said this before to you about like, man, he, he don't really play great defense. Until you really watch him, I don't see nobody just killing him. I asked you, I said, yo, hold on, hold on. What did Bam Adebayo not have a great game? I don't see Bam doing that again like that. Because I haven't seen Bam score like that. But he did it. But let me ask you a question, though. I remember I asked, I said, why they don't put Jokic in more pick and rolls? What you tell me? Because he's better than I thought than you than you think. I, I, I'm not disputing that. Let but me we're see, talking about slick, the let, best. Me, let me see if I can help myself. By the way, understand. can I just say Go ahead. I feel like I'm you right now. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm fighting the entire but like, day. If you no, want to me... say Giannis, so, sorry, if you want to say Giannis, that's fine. Yeah. But like, what, but, like, we're talking about the best player on the planet individually. I don't care about who's playing on side. Of, like, that's, that's, that's about championship runs and all that. That's fine. 
what Jokic is, is the best player on the planet. And and keep in mind, it's not like he had like a down year this year. That's why he didn't win his third straight MVP. (laughs) He won MVP. MVP and almost won again Slick, this year. Let me see if I can help you, help me, help oh, the viewer. thank you. Um, nobody in my mind, at least, really was saying KD was the best player on the planet until 2017, 2018. Right. And they said that because he beat LeBron James right. head-to-head. Right. Nobody was saying Giannis was the best player on the planet, even after he won his MVP, until he won the title. But remember what he had to do when he won the title. He beat Kevin Durant head-to-head in route right. to winning the right. title. Who? Who everybody was saying at the time was the best player on the planet. So, though I don't agree with your argument, I do understand you saying Jokic has to beat those who people are calling the best player on the planet to become the best player on the planet. Thank you. Because to your point, Kevin Durant was not crowned best player on the planet until he beat LeBron. Right. Giannis wasn't crowned best player on the planet until he beat KD. So I I hear what you are saying, if that is what you are saying. Even though I do not agree, I can understand the logic because it has historically tracked. It's impressive that he beat Anthony Davis and LeBron James, it, although this is not and the KD. LeBron James that we're used to. Um, it's and, and KD, KD. right? Yeah, only Booker out. It's impressive that he's doing what he did and, and is doing against Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler. But, but those aren't the guys that he's in competition with for that, uh, for that mantle right now. So then what right does that now. say about those guys? So you, you blame right. him, so you blame him for... Who's I'm not blaming him for but, but I'm saying, like You're not giving him that credit because of the, the team he's playing against? Is that what it is? I'm, trying, uh, I'm lost. It's a combination of that and the team that he has around him. And to separate... Look, look, it, Luka, you Doncic, make, hold on, Luka, Luka Doncic. And, and is there anything that, uh, that, uh, that our guy is doing that Joker. Luka Doncic couldn't do, that Jokic is doing? Is there anything that Luka Defense? Doncic can't do... Yeah, yeah, I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, get to the finals. Yeah, get to the finals. Okay, but, two, but two, you two need time, the vehicle to get to the finals. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let's like start thing up. The guy got two MVPs. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, Almost won his third MVP. And to, and, to, and to put the bow on his big, big gift he got. Yep. He's about to win a championship. Yeah. Well, yeah. How, do, how do you don't, how, do, how does that not, like, give you the edge of, this is, this is my time. Let's translate. This is my lead. I, I, I could get it, though, because, Shady, let's move this it in. Crazy. Let's, let's pivot it into another lane. If you are in, 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 in combat for best running back in the league, okay. but the person you're in combat with is hurt, I could understand somebody saying, well, we ain't see him become the best running back so in the league because the other running if back the, If hurt. the running back goes out and gets two rushing titles, all, all pro, first teams, right? Mm-hmm. MVP of the league, I'm tripping. MVP of the league twice. And then the next year, go and get a championship? I can't even argue with you. What are we arguing about? Can we argue about anything? What can we argue about? I'm being serious. If I go out there and get two MVPs, right? Yeah. And then at the next, hold up, the next year I go get a championship. Mm-hmm. While being while being in the MVP conversation yo, again yo. that year. And and I'm the best player in the whole playoffs. What are we talking so the, about? The only person who could has that resume in the last four years is Giannis. So Giannis would then be your own. He also the first one. Giannis has one MVP. No, Giannis no. I, well, I'm one championship, I'm sorry. Correct. So Jokic, if Jokic wins a championship, the only person who could be in that argument, I can't argue Giannis because he got hurt. So that is where you are, that's where you're planning. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He to... did play. Can we stop that? He's hurt, but he did play. No, I'm saying, I'm... I can't argue Giannis because this to me, crazy. getting hurt matters. Like, Giannis is disqualified. Like, I can't say Giannis is better than Jokic right now because being available counts. I'm also separating most successful from best. If we're talking best individual player, Again, this is why we had the whole debate with Giannis and Joel Embiid right. and Nikola Jokic during the course of the season for, for 
MVP. Yeah. And why we questioned Jokic's MVPs prior to this. I feel like we are, look, he's validated that he can, he can get meaningful triple doubles, yes. right? Yes. Not just triple doubles, but meaningful triple doubles. And I look, I, I know that this is, this is 99% of the people out there agree with you guys in terms of, what are you talking about? Nikola Jokic <laughs> is on his way to winning a championship. He's been the best performer in the playoffs. He's a two-time MVP. How can you not say he's the best player on the planet? And I'm just saying that the other guys are not getting the opportunity to demonstrate at this time. So I don't want to be a prisoner miss, of the they moment. They didn't miss a plane. They didn't like forget no, but their they both shoes. No, they both got hurt. And, they're, and I would argue that they, were, they are playing with lesser teams. So, who's so the fact that Jokic has advanced, do I give him all the credit? Quick, quick question, and I'm, and I'm done with this topic. Who's playing better than Jokic? And right you're, now? Nobody. Oh, okay. He's the best player, he's the best is, player in the playoffs. Because my answer, I will say. Does Jokic have an all-star? Was he an all-star? Does Jokic have an all-star, all-star who's a teammate? Oof. Oh, well, that's the voters. Oh, now uh, it's the voters. What do you mean? You, you think Jamal Murray hasn't played like an all-star? <laughs> now? Why? Because he's playing alongside Jokic. So, you know... Last question. I keep saying that. In the last three years, all, hurt or not hurt, the last three years, who's been the best player in the NBA? Because I, I want to make sure I'm not tripping. What's that? Last three in years. the last three years, who has been the best player in the NBA? It would be a combination. No, 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 let him yeah, go. I don't think him. it's been one player. Who? I don't think it's been one player. Well, tell me something. Giannis is one of them. Joel Embiid was this past year. Bro. Kevin Durant has Bro, been the best player the last three years, though, is Jokic. But you, you know what? That, I don't know that you would have said that correct. a year ago. Yo, but we, we're not talking about a year ago. We're talking about right now. Is no, it, no, no. Is, is our, let me ask. You, let me ask this though: Is our answer predicated upon our belief that Jokic will go on to win a title? No, because I don't think they're going to win a championship. I don't think. What, no matter what, I can still say he's still the best player in the planet right now. See, if if the if the if the Nuggets lose Shady okay, okay. to the eight seeded Heat, mm-hmm. that would make my answer. That would shake the foundation. What if of Jokic my is excellent in every single game and all his teammates do do some and weird that's a, stuff? That's a great point. If you are excellent, I think the mark of excellence is making everybody around you too excellent. Huh? So I think what makes Jokic the best player in the league for me is to your point of where there are other all-stars. There are none. What made Giannis the best player in the league for me was Drew Holiday was nobody as it pertains to all-stars before he showed up. Ooh, thank you. And when Drew and thank Giannis you. started winning, look it up. True. I'm not wait, making this wait, up. Can I, look so, it up. So, 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 what they get what, 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 so what makes a, a player the best in the world. Now, let me ask that question. Individual dominance and making everybody around him better. What LeBron he, James was doing. What, no, he does that best, better than anybody. Agree. So I'm saying, all I'm saying is, he, for me, he has to win the title. If he loses to an eight seed, then that would he, shake my Okay, eight. you answer it. What makes, the, what makes a player the best eight in the world? Eight seed that beat the Bucks and Giannis, the Knicks, and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and the Celtics who were in the finals last year. I would add. You can call him an eight seed, but like. What? I would, I would add, right, you have to announce that they are. It's, you know what? It's, it's, like a, it's a blessing that the Heat have been allowed to participate in this nice tournament. It was really cute. This Do we get like little ribbons or something for being allowed to go to Denver? It's Joy. like a special invitation. Joy. Come on, Joy. I, just, I was you know with what, you. Miami, I was with you for three rounds. It's just to be able to Joy. get out of the humidity. <laughs> Joy. They just wanted to let us out of the humidity a little bit, you know, to see some mountains. The facetious Joy is not my favorite Joy. Before we leave, answer the question. What? What makes a player the best in the planet? What makes him that? Uh, if he can impact the game at both ends of the floor better than anybody else. What? If that's his answer. 
I'm done with it. Okay. Cool. Are you cool? Is actually you done with it? Cool. What is yours? So what, is yours? Ever, what is yours? Was Steph Curry ever what the best is on the planet? <laughs> what is yours? What is yours? Steph, Steph Curry was never. What is yours? Was Steph, Steph, was, Steph was never the undisputed best player on the planet. He was never. He never had a period where he was running. He was running things. Mm. He was never undisputed the best player. On Thank the you. Coming up, the Cowboys have made some big off-season moves. Shady is But is there still a gap between the Cowboys and the NFC champion Eagles from last year? That is next on Speed. We all got to go. We're going to get these fired. You guys are my friends. Baseball is back. And so is Slipping Back. Five times a week, Monday through Friday. So follow us on the Fox Sports app, YouTube, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Hey, folks, it's your man, Keyshawn Johnson, here to talk about Angie, formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services, marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you. It's the nation's largest home services Marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house, whether it's general home renovations or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, they've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. Let's get to my favorite topic of the day. My former team, LaShawn McCoy's favorite team, the Philadelphia Eagles. They dominated last year. They're on top of the mountain. But... The Cowboys are coming in hot. They got Brandon Cooks this offseason, and he praised his quarterback, Dak Prescott, saying, quote, his leadership skills are unbelievable and special. Dak Prescott being described as unbelievable. I like that Brandon Cooks. Well, he ain't played for Jalen Hurts. Leadership. Um, Shady, let's talk about this. You are the all-time leading rusher for the Eagles. No better person to have this conversation than the person I am sitting next to. The Eagles were the cream of the crop last year. But is there a gap between the Cowboys, who are storming in this year, and the Eagles? I'm going to say yes. I think it's a gap. I think it's a a, a nice space there. I I do think that the Cowboys, they get a lot better. I I think they had to to compete with us. Um, You know, bringing in Brandon Cooks, like you said, a deep threat. Right, and then one of the, the top ten, top five cornerbacks, I think, in this league, yeah. Stephon Gilmore. Yes, sir, you know, let's, let's talk to him early, earlier today. He's happy to be there. So they got a nice team, but <laughs> when you look at the matchups, they gotta be the Eagles. Mm. We got a better quarterback. True. We got a better GM. True. And I'm gonna say this: we got a better head coach. Recently, yeah. I don't want you going back to all them years back then, 2010, 2011. That's old. Right now, we got a better coach. So yeah. I just think that when we, we look at our team, the, the way we're built. Right? We got that chemistry. We got that leadership. And I, I think it's a big margin. I mean, if they can go out there and get a quarterback that doesn't lead the league in picks, it might be closer. But until then, 
I don't know. I'll go with the Sadie, Eagles. can you do one Cowboys conversation without mentioning that Dak Prescott leads the league in picks? Well, I'm here to do my job. So him leading the league in, in picks and not playing all the games, that's, people want to know that. <laughs> America, <laughs> America, my job in America is to give you the stats, right? I think it's a close margin, but I gave you the reasons why. They got a quarterback that, you know, that likes to throw the other team the ball. Can't win like that. Can't win with him. Shady, let me ask you this. Do you believe that Nick Sirianni is a better coach than McCarthy, given the fact that even in the last two years, I believe the Cowboys are 12-5, and 12-5, and 5, making them 24-10. and 10. And if I can do this math off the top of my head, the last two years for the Eagles, 9-7, and 7, and I think 14-2, and 2, yeah. making them 23-11, yeah. 23-9, something like that. Do you think that Nick Sirianni is a better coach? Do you, the Cowboys have a better coach? You know why? Coach? It's, it's because... It's one thing to have a, a great quarterback and do well, right, early. But Jalen Hurst wasn't always a great quarterback. He was there when we had to learn. When he had that playoff game against Tampa where it got ugly, got better, stuck with him, got better, got better. I love to see players and coaches mm. consistently getting better each year. Each year. I mean, so if you look at uh, Sirianna's track record, he's getting better and better and better. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, no, and no disrespect to Mike. I, I, course, I love, yeah, you know, I got a lot of love for him, but it is what it is. It is what it is. It I'm is sure. what it is, and that's what it is. Uh, Joy, is there a gap between the Cowboys and between the Eagles and the Cowboys? Yeah, there is a gap, and I don't even think it's coaching. I know Mike McCarthy gets a lot of, you know, he catches a lot, and we'll we'll really find out this year because he's <laughs> calling <laughs> calling plays. But he has won a Super Bowl, and nobody can take that away from him. You can give it all to Aaron Rodgers if you want to, but we know Aaron Rodgers isn't necessarily known for being the best leader. So he won a Super Bowl. He's a Super Bowl-winning coach. I think they're, you know, they're, they're comparable. Whatever, if you have a preference, that's fine. I think the gap is obviously quarterback, and I, and I think it's ownership. I think that the proof is in the pudding with the Cowboys. You can say all you want. They're the wealthiest. They're worth more than any sports franchise in the world. Any sport. That's something. That's big. But that's the business side. If you're talking about on the field, Good point. What, where is the evidence that I should take this seriously? What's changed? They always have talent. Mm. They always have a lot of excitement going into the season. Their, their defense was not good. Great last year. Great last year. And Shady, we talked a lot about this in the postseason, so I'm going to bring this up again because the pushback, well, Dak can do it, Dak can do it. What happened in that 49ers loss? You know what happened. Was that the defense's fault? Nope. Were they playing against a seventh round, last pick in the draft rookie on the other side of the ball? Yes, they was. Yes, they 19 was. to 12. 12 points. They were within a score with three minutes and four seconds left. Dak got the ball twice, went three and out. Pick. Sorry. Then got the ball back with 45 se- seconds left and went 26 yards. Mm. That's what you get paid to do. That's when it matters. Oh, that's a, that's a cute stat, little graphic we have with the wins and the losses and stuff. That's cute. When it matters, can you beat the 49ers who are playing a seventh-round rookie quarterback? She preached Can you day. score 20 points? Mm. And they couldn't do it. And it wasn't because – did they have an all-pro uh, wide receiver, mm. Shady? Yes, they did. Did they have a pretty, pretty decent run game? Yes, they did. Offensive lines – yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, pretty good. Had it. Got pro Bowl running back out there. Pro Bowl running back out there. Come on now. She told so, She preached so the day. To me, it's, a, it's like there's a gap. There's a gap. Sure. Like, you know, they, it's, it's like close. It's not close because when it matters, the postseason, which I get told every single year, I'm supposed to consider them to be contenders. And if you look at them on paper, if you look at their defense, if you look at the talent, they are. So where is the gap? Tell me. 
it seems like it's right there. Mm. I mean, you made a good point because they did average 30 the 49ers, and the, and the Cowboys shut that office down to, what, 12? What? 19 points. Mm. I mean, hey. We need to have Dak on the show so he can tap out. Because, <laughs> man. I mean, I, I, like he's, he's an incredible leader. He's the face of the league. And I think it's very, very, very difficult to be the face of the biggest organization in all of sports on planet Earth. Yeah. I'm talking about what happens on the field. Yep. Here's what's fascinating, Slick. I was thinking about this before the show. Would you rather going into the season, the known commodity of Dak Prescott? We know exactly who he is. Drafted yeah. in 2016, it's 2023, so he's got to be going into year seven or eight. Known commodity of Jack Prescott or the unknown commodity of Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts, second team all pro last year, phenomenal season. The year before, clearly he wasn't as good. The year before, he was a rookie primarily in wildcat packages. Would you rather that known commodity of Dak, who's commanded two number one offenses in the last four years, mm -hmm. or Jalen Hurts, who you know his high, his ceiling is higher, right. but you don't know what his floor is? Where do you stand? I would go with Jalen Hurts simply because... I know that his ceiling can be higher than what Dak Prescott, I believe, has demonstrated to me. I'm, I'm not expecting Dak Prescott at this point to reinvent himself. And I will roll the dice on, I mean, what's at worst, Jalen Hurts will be Dak Prescott, right? I, I, there's no reason for me to believe that he's going to be worse than what? The guy who threw the most what? Last year. Yeah. Yeah, that's him. So, that's him. That's why I would bet on, on Hertz. And I do think, think that that's the separation. I think overall, the talent on the two rosters, particularly going based off of last year, is, is really comparable. I wouldn't say that there's a wide margin there. But I'm going to push back on the idea that as of right now, that there's not a difference in the coaching. Because, and I know we don't like to talk about, you know, boring stuff like penalties and things like that. But I put that on coaching. And the Dallas yeah. Cowboys are one of the <clears throat> heaviest penalized teams in the NFL. And conversely, the Eagles are not. I give that on coaching. Uh, you know, looking at Nick Sirianno, I think he had a couple of clock management issues, decisions his first year. But not this past year. That's been a bugaboo for Mike, Mar Mike McCarthy this year. We had m m several incidents where yes, it did. was mismanagement by the coaching. So... For me, that's the separation. I look at the talent and I go, these guys can go head to head. And especially with the point Shady made to me off camera, which is like when you're a divisional rival and you see each other all the time, yeah, it's always tough. going to be close. Can, can I ask you guys a question as a group? If, if we had Dak Prescott right there, he's yeah. sitting right there, and we said, brother, why, why do you think or what position you feel like is the reason why you guys can't get over the hump? Hmm. What do you think he would say? He would give, let me see, let's see if I can do this quarterback speak. <clears throat> well, uh, you know, I think we all need to be better at all of our positions. We all work really hard in the offseason, and, you know, we didn't get it done last year. So, you know, I know all of us yeah. have been in the gym. We've been, we, but, but, I need but, to be better. But, we need to be better. better. But, but, that, but that, I heard, I get that, I heard, I heard. But, but, but I'm saying, but just put your finger on one position. This one position. Oh, it can be the kicker. This one. Who you feel it is, brother? <laughs> Yeah, well, just, just one. Well, brother, I think, <laughs> I think I'm always going to... It, it starts and stops with me. Thank you, you know, Dad. You know, and, Thank you, and, Dad. Um, you know, I think, I, I, obviously, I need to be better. I'm yes, you, yes, you team. do. I'm, I'm the yes, you do. Team. It's yes, on me. That's right. when, when, we, when we win, it's on me. When we lose, it's on me. And, you know, I, I, obviously, we all need to be better. We've been really, we've been working really hard this offseason. That's right. And, you know, and I, we've been working with Coach. We feel really good about the game plan that we have. We've got a lot of talent in the room. Jack, and I hear you saying the right things. I see you're focused. Yeah. And I'm going to leave you with one tip, right? Because I don't play quarterback. It's one tip. I play with some great ones, okay. right? And I'm going to leave you with one tip. You ready mm. for this? When you're out there in that field, son, you're playing hard with your teammates, you're being a leader out there, throw the ball <laughs> to your team. 
not the opposing team. <laughs> Dave Hellman is furious. Oh, my God. Right yeah, now. I, I, that's, that's a good team. Right right he's he's throwing things at the TV. Bro, that's not a good tip. That's phenomenal. For him, that would be a great tip. <laughs> I got to go. Your color, your team. I have to I go. I did pretty good, though, right? Like, you, did good. Good. you did good. You did, you did good. good. Uh, All right, coming well up. Done. The Miami Heat, unfortunately, took an L in game one of the NBA Finals. Unfortunately, if you are a Heat fan, of course. But what went wrong for Jimmy Butler's squad? And are we concerned about Jimmy Butler? He say nothing. That's next. He's on speed. I'm good. I'm good. Thought I was on the postgame podium there for a second. <laughs> Baseball is back, and so is Slipping Bats. Five times a week, Monday through Friday. So follow us on the Fox Sports app, YouTube, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, save $30 on the American-made Steel FS56 RCE Trimmer. Real Steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up, family? Okay, unfortunately for Heat fans, they might be thinking to themselves, we did not shoot great in game one, so that's why we lost. But here's the unfortunate truth. I believe the Miami Heat team was just following the law. The law of averages, that is. Now, if you know about the law of averages, it's just a principle that supposes most future events are likely to balance any past deviation from a presumed average. A future event, how you might perform in the future, is going to balance out any past deviation from who you actually are. So let's look at the Miami Heat. Let's look at what they have done in the past. Kayla Martin, Max Drews, Duncan Robinson. Their averages in the regular season, 9 points, 11 points, 6 points. But in the playoffs, 19 points, 14 points, 11 points. The past deviates from their average in the regular season. So now if you cut to last night's game and you see that they collectively went 2 of 23, you might be thinking to yourself, oh, that will never happen again. The only problem... If you follow the law, there is definitely a likelihood that their future performances, you know, two for 23, are simply balancing out the deviation, you know, 19 points, 15 points, 11 points from the average of who they might actually be. So what went wrong for the Heat? I don't think anything. I just think they ended up following the law. Slick, let me come to you for this one, man, because you watch basketball. You've watched basketball for a long time. The Heat did not play well. Outside of Bam Adebayo, They did not play well. They shot 33% from three last night. But what I realized is they only shot 34% from three during the regular season. However, they shot Mm -hmm. an NBA playoff leading 39% in the playoffs thus far. What do you think went wrong for the Heat? Uh, I just feel as if they don't have, they, they didn't have an answer for the size of the Denver Nuggets almost across the board at every position at both ends of the floor. So offensively, Jokic can shoot over anybody. Michael Porter Jr. can shoot over anybody. Aaron Gordon could beat up 6'3", 195-pound Gabe Vincent with a 30, 40-pound advantage and 5-inch height advantage. You just go across the board and then flip it on the other side. These guys aren't just big, but they're athletic. Aaron Gordon was... You know, runner-up twice yeah. and dunk champ, yeah. a, a champion, right? One of the greatest dunk contests ever with Zach Levine, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Porter Jr. 
long and athletic, surprising in how he can block shots and, and uh, attack the rim. So I just, and then Contavious Caldwell Pope and Bruce Brown, these are guys coming off the bench. These are quality, Contavious Caldwell Pope won a ring in the bubble. Like these are quality players. And so I just, I look across, look, Duncan Robinson in the previous series could, could shoot over guys. He's got that length. Um, Jimmy Butler was getting where he needed to go and being able to kick out without having to leave his feet. I just think that, that now he's being guarded by Aaron Gordon or Jeff Green. Like, that's a bigger, stronger, athletic guy. It just makes everything a little bit harder. And there was, as a result, your efficiency is a little more difficult. And meanwhile, on the flip side, Denver has all this room to move. Like, Jokic gets and they double him. Okay, you doubled him with Jimmy Butler and Alonzo Highsmith or whoever it is, Bam and Gabe Vincent. Like, Jokic is just looking over him. What, what do I have available? There's, there's two here. That means somebody's open. That's, that's, I don't know how Miami counters that and is more efficient doing it. Well, Joy, you're a Heat fan, so I'm sure you do. <clears throat> what went wrong for the Heat? Maybe they can get some of MJ's secret stuff. <laughs> they shot terribly. They had open shots. They shot terribly. You're talking about averages. Does Max Struess average zero points? But he doesn't average 15. If he scored nine, then they lose by two. Are we all panicking and thinking that the, the series is over? No. So if he, if he just does his, his average during the, the regular season, if Caleb Martin scores nine points, how does this game go? Everyone keeps saying it's like a good thing that, they, that Denver like took their foot off the gas, because that's what they do, and then they like, give teams hope. Why is that a good thing that Denver doesn't finish game strong? What, uh, why, why would that be a good thing? Why is that a positive thing? I don't think it's positive, yeah. I mean, apparently, people think it's positive. I didn't see the game the same way that everyone else did. I'm not panicking about how the Heat shot. Again, I know it's, just, it's very kind of the NBA to invite the Heat to this invitational and make, you know, just make sure that we have a nice hotel and get, get you know, maybe some, some local Denver fair you know, I'm sure there's some good steaks there or something. You know, get some fresh air. I don't know. I, it, like, they went all the way. Every single series, it's been the same conversation. Can we put, like, just a sprinkle? Just a sprinkle. Just, like, a little bit of just like that on Spolstra. Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. And we're going to do the Jimmy Butler block in the next block. Head up for our producers. Shady made a great point. I believe it was Monday, Tuesday, last week, and even over the weekend about Kayla Martin, Max Struess, Gabe Vincent, Duncan Robinson. Like, that, what they were playing like isn't who they really are. Mm. You mentioned Max Struess had a terrible night. Terrible night last night. Kayla Martin, terrible night. But Kayla Martin had 26 in Game 7. Mm. So we know Kayla Martin's but not a 26 point guy. He's not a zero point guy, but for all those great games that he had in the conference finals, he eventually is going to have to have bad games. They had good games throughout the whole postseason. That's how they got to the finals. It's, we're talking about the Celtics like they just had to beat the Celtics to get here. They had to play three series to get to the finals. Correct. So all those players had to play good to great and sometimes bad and sometimes they lost and sometimes they won to get to the finals. They beat the Bucks. They beat the Knicks. They beat the Celtics. If we switch the jerseys out and put different names on these jerseys and just, just put the Celtics jerseys on the Miami Heat players and they lost the exact same way mm -hmm. that they did to the Nuggets. Would we say that it was a sweep? Would we say that it was over? Just change the jerseys around. 
It's not the names for me. It is, it, it's simply that what the Miami Heat did to get here is that they had an advantage. They had an advantage in coaching. They had an advantage in discipline or execution or shooting. One of these elements that they had. And I look at them versus the Denver Nuggets. Do they have an advantage in coaching? I don't think they do. Do they have an advantage in shooting? I don't think they do. Do they have an advantage in athleticism? I don't think they do. Do they have... Well, they have a disadvantage in size. And they, that's I where go, I don't yeah, see how they counter I want, that. I want to ask Joy real quick. How, how do you feel about the, the size difference? you think that matters at all or what? I think that the Heat have been undersized in probably every series I'm, that they've played in. I mean, but this, I'm talking about this series right here. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a disadvantage, but they're, they're a small team. They don't play with – that's not mattered at all at this point. And maybe it will matter in the series. I'm not yeah. saying that it won't. But the idea that these are just like some players that just – they just pulled off the street – and they just happen to manage to beat the Celtics like it's like some miracle or something is just what I keep getting stuck well, on. Like I'll, they had to beat the three, like three of the the, the finals favorites. Like they beat the Bucks yeah. who were fa- who were favored to go to the finals. They beat the Celtics who were favored to go to the finals. And yet still, there's this idea that these are these Hold players on, are not legitimate I wanna, I wanna enough to compete against the Nuggets. Get shady in here. Where you at? No, I mean like like I, I do think that um. I'm sorry, what was the question? Was the the overall question is what went wrong for the Heat. But I want to give you the space to respond. I just, anyway. yeah, I, I, my thing was, I, I think that the, the issue was the size. I truly believe that. Not only just the size, but, like, they're athletic enough to deal with them, right? Like, even Jimmy Butler, who's athletic enough, strong. But then Aaron Gordon is athletic and strong, right? And I think that gave him some issues. I don't think the Heat will, 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 will shoot as bad as they did. I mean, they were missing some wide-open shots. Only thing that I, I think was a, a big issue for me was the size and also... Them role players you talked about, eventually, if they're not playing with this super confidence, that's who they are, right? Mm. All them four guys we talked about, that's who they are. I, I don't see them having them 28 games, 30-point games. I don't see that because that's who not, they, was, they was not that before, this, this, these playoffs. So when we when we try to compare the Heat and the Nuggets, it's like, okay, who going to win? I got to even go with the Nuggets. This Maybe it's sweet <laughs> because I don't see them role players playing how they've been playing. Eventually, it had to stop. And I hate to say it, but it stops sooner than I thought. We are not talking to Joy very nice. It's one game. We are not. We had to Yo. talk nice to her for like a long stretch. No, they did so. They were like, just kind enough to invite the Heat. They were like, you know what? Let's let an eight seed into the finals this year. It'll be fun. It'll be like. Luda's day will come. It'll be cheeky. <laughs> well, we, we, here's what we please. haven't talked about. We haven't talked enough about Jimmy Butler. Mm. Because oh, he's the person who can turn all of this around. Jimmy Butler can actually lead the Heat to the most historic run in the history of the mm. NBA if he turns us around. Come on, Jimmy. You have confidence in him going forward. That's next. I love Jimmy, though, boy. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's the game everybody's talking about, so we have to serve you, the viewer, and talk about it at length. The Heat lost game one of the NBA Finals to the Denver Nuggets. Jimmy Butler only had 13 points. Didn't have a great performance, but remember, the Heat didn't get to the stripe 
only shot a postseason record low two free throw attempts. Jimmy Butler, that is the superstar of the playoffs this postseason. Mm. So much on the line. If he finishes this deal, I think that would be the most historic playoff run in the history of basketball. But Slick, are you worried about Jimmy Butler after last night? Worried in the sense that he can't give you a 50 spot and therefore lead the Heat to a championship? Yes, I would say that I am worried about that. I don't, I don't expect that from Jimmy Butler at this point. Um, look, it, it has been a remarkable run for him and the Heat. And as much as Joey wants to suggest that we are not giving Just the game. Heat enough Just love one game. for all that oh they've accomplished, God. well... Uh, but it's been, it's not just one game. It's one game against Denver, 13-7-7. But it's been diminishing returns. I mean, he had the 50 spot against Milwaukee, then he followed it up with 42 in order to knock them out. Since then, it's been a bit of a roller coaster with Jimmy in terms of what he's been able to get done. And over the last eight, nine games, it has been tapering off. It's just, it's a byproduct for me of all of the expectation that is put on him and for a guy that has always been looked at as a very good player, but not necessarily an all-time great player. So when you get to this point in the season, when you're playing for these stakes, when you're not an all-time great player and you're expected to take, uh, I hate to bring it up again, but seven undrafted players who've all proven that they're NBA players, but still a matter of talent, like you're asking an awful lot, uh, more so. Like, if you give Jimmy Butler and you put him with the Denver Nuggets and you flip it, is Nikola Jokic doing all this with them? I don't know if he is. That's another subject. This subject, worried about Jimmy Butler. Joy, where do you stand? No. Did Jimmy need to score 50 for them to win last night? No. Would he have needed 50 for them to win no, last night? No. Not, maybe not 50. That's about 11, right? Something like that. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. So like maybe if he by... had a 25-point game. Mm-hmm. Well, Do they win if they he win gets a 25-point game? No, I don't think so. They win for, if he get 30, they definitely win for they sure. Don't, they don't, he doesn't score 25 points, and Bam scores 26. They don't win that game last night. It, if, if, the, if the Nuggets play, assume the Nuggets played exactly how they played last night, Jimmy, yeah, but they if, don't win that game. If Jimmy was going, if Jimmy had that kind of game going, then they don't, they don't play that way. Yeah, then the Nuggets play and hard. The stakes are... The, the Nuggets, Nuggets play, play harder. harder. Nuggets didn't play... The, not, no, they were, you know what, the, the, Nuggets, the Nuggets barely showed up. They took some donut breaks I'm not in the saying, quarter. don't over-exaggerate it, Joy. I'm, uh, look. But they didn't give you your, the, they Jimmy didn't get their Butler best for any Jimmy did not stretch. need to score Before Junior points. was two for 11. He was bad last night. He was not aggressive. He did not get, he did not take shots. He passed up on shots he would normally take. I hear all of that. But he didn't, he doesn't need, we keep talking about like, is he going to score 50 points again? When has he needed to score 50 points since that game? Against Are, the Celtics. No, he didn't. They're in the finals. He didn't need to do that. They're in the finals. Are they in the finals right now? Are the Celtics in the finals or the Heat in the finals? Yeah, it took him seven, though. You just said when does he need to. I said then. No loss. Is that like an asterisk or something? Did it go? For, did, this, did we talk? What? what? No, I'm we, didn't even, we didn't even mention that the Heat were in game seven with the Celtics last year when we bring up that the Celtics were in the finals. No. Didn't they play seven games, the Celtics, against the, final, against the Heat last year in the, in, the, in the Eastern Conference finals? I believe so. Was that considered a bad thing that they went seven games with the Heat? No. So why does it matter that they went seven games with the Celtics? I'll tell you why. I think it's rhetorical, but I'll tell you. Um, The reason it matters to me is because in the first series, Jimmy Butler, he never had a game where he scored in the teens. 
In the second series versus the Knicks, Jimmy Butler had one game where he scored in the teens. In the third series versus the Celtics, Jimmy Butler had two games where he scored in the teens. And in the first game versus the Nuggets, he's already had a game where he scored in the teens. In his first six games in the playoffs, Jimmy Butler averaged 35 points. In his last six games, he's averaged 20 points. Jimmy Butler has only, take, only scored less than 14 points in the playoffs three times. Mm. Keep in mind, in two of those games where he scored less than 14 points, blowout. A blowout win. And a versus the Celtics and a blowout loss versus the Bucks. Mm. So the reason I'm worried about Jimmy is because we're seeing a lesser output because we're seeing a lesser input for the energy. Mm. So I'm not worried about Jimmy Joy because like he needed 50. I'm more worried about Jimmy because he goes from in the first round scoring 40 or more. I believe he did that four times or at least 30 or more. He did four times and the times he didn't, he scored in the 20s twice. We haven't seen him have a 30-point game except one time, game one against the Celtics last series. So I'm just wondering, is he still, does he still have enough gas? I'm not blaming him if he doesn't. That would be asinine for him to still have gas. But I'm worried because Shady, I think he's running out of gas. <sighs> worried about Jimmy? Mm -hmm. I'm not worried about Jimmy. I think one thing about Jimmy has is that heart, that dog, that dog mentality. And I think we'll see that. He, he was off last game. That happens. I mean, was he like, off or was he tired? Because he only put up 14 shots. Somebody correct me off camera. I think he only put up 14 <laughs> shots. Was he off or was he tired? I, I think he was off. And then once he – I feel like with Jimmy Buckets, once he gets off, he starts to go into that passing, just try to go through the offense, right? I, I look for him to come out next game more aggressive, put more shots up, get into the free throw line. One thing about Jimmy, Jimmy is he gets to that free throw line. He hasn't got to free throw line at all last night. And that was an issue to me because he's a scorer. He scores in – and spurts, right? But a lot of times, he's on that free throw line. He's in that sure. paint. I know you can get, be in the paint as much. You got a big seven-footer in there, Jokic. I get that. But getting to that free throw line, that's what he does best. So if he can't get to that, then I'm going to start getting worried. So next game, I, I can really give you a, a guaranteed answer, yes or no. But right now, I'm, I'm going to say no. Joy, where does the human element of just natural fatigue, like we're not blaming Jimmy, but I think I was watching, uh, listening to Kevin Durant break down Jimmy Butler's game from 2020 versus the Lakers, and he said it's hard to put up a lot of shots. Steven Jackson's come on the show before and said like, yo, you know how yeah. hard it is to put up 25 shots a game? Like, mm. it is fatiguing. Takes mm -hmm. energy. The human element of just, Jimmy's human. And playing it defense. Is, it's acceptable for him to be tired. Are you concerned at all of the fatigue, particularly given they're playing at altitude in Denver? Yeah, of mm. course. That's why I'm not freaking out about one game. How that went last night. The reason I brought up if you change the jersey to any other jersey, would everyone be freaking out? Because nobody wants to believe what they're watching with the Heat. I understand it. It's an eight seed. It's Jimmy Butler and a bunch of guys that most people have not talked about before besides Bam. Uh, th there's, there's a reason why everybody is so confused and afraid to commit to anything. But if those jerseys were Celtics jerseys or Sixers jerseys or Bucks jerseys, you think we'd be sitting here today talking about they're going to get swept? Yeah, it's, no, I mean, we it's, wouldn't. It's, but, I mean, my thing, because like, they're, because they're no, a better team. No, but I, but I get it. Like, players do matter, though. Correct. So it's hard to swap jerseys like players. We're talking about the cool. players. And, and Bucks have players, and they've been home for no, weeks. That's, that's true. No. And, and yeah, right. the Knicks have players, and they've been home for weeks. And the Celtics are right now getting massages and chilling in whatever vacation spot that they like. So it hasn't mattered up until this point. And maybe it will matter. I don't know. That's why we play the games. But you, we keep bringing up all this scoring. Jimmy hasn't needed to do that. If Jimmy, You're telling me you don't feel like Jimmy could go put up a 40-point game if he needed to? I'm not willing to wipe him off yet. I'm not. It's entirely possible he's tired from a seven-game series, they're in altitude, and the, the Nuggets are athletic and played well at home after a lot of rest. But even scoring or, 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 or the assist or even being, like, effective, he wasn't effective at all. No, he, he, he did not have a good night last night. Setting people up, 
Mm. None of that. None it of, happened like, like, like last night. Fascinating. And everyone else who was supposed to have just a basic night had a terrible night. Yeah. Here's, here's, what I, here's what I find interesting. Maybe I'm way too boring. They're going to fight, though. I might be way too boring with stats. Since the first series against the Milwaukee Bucks, Jimmy Butler averages 23, 7, and 6 since the first series. In the regular season, he averaged 23, 5, and 5. Mm. I'm simply wondering... Is he being Jimmy Butler, his yeah. second team All-NBA self? It's really good, but he's going up against the two-time MVP. We'll figure it out. He has to let it play out. Coming up, there are a lot of high-powered offenses, not in basketball, but in the NFL. But which team has the most dangerous offense? We're going to give you the top five and then break down the most dangerous. Let's talk a little ball when we return. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, putting up points in the NFL will always grab headlines. Chiefs, Dolphins, Bengals all have explosive offenses. But the Ravens tight end, all-pro Mark Andrews said yesterday, his team, led by Lamar Jackson, is, quote, going to be a dangerous offense. It got me thinking, Shady, about the most dangerous offenses in the NFL. I will quickly give y'all my top five. At number five, the Chargers. Who do they have now at offensive coordinator? Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore has led two number one offenses in the last five years for the Dallas Cowboys. At number four, I got the Bengals. Bengals need no introduction. In the Super Bowl two years ago, Joe Burrow and maybe the best receiving core in football. At number three, most dangerous, Miami Dolphins. One thing you cannot coach in this life or the next, speed. And they have a whole lot of it. At number two, Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles. We already know what they have, and they got even better when you think about adding more depth at the running back position. Number one, Shady, need no introduction. The Chiefs, your former team, team that helped you win a Super Bowl. Most dangerous offenses, those were my five. I landed on the Chiefs being the most dangerous in ball. Who's most dangerous? I mean, the Chiefs is like a, a safe pick. I mean, everybody can agree with that. Mm. But I'm going to go with them birds from Philadelphia. I mean, just think about it. Yeah, the, the, probably the best office line in football. Right, and then you have a solid tight end, mm-hmm. and then you look at the wide receiver duel. I mean, we probably have a top five absolutely wide, wide receiver, receiver duel. duel. Yeah, AJ Brown, and you got Devontae Smith. Come on, and then you got a running back. We just added DeAndre Swift. I always said this back in the day. I said, listen, about like three years ago, I said this guy, he's a top five. He has top five running back talent. Yeah, top five running back skill set. If he could just stay healthy and get out there and just play, oh my God, we'll be in great shape. You see what Miles also, Miles Sanders did. Mm-hmm. He'd do the same thing. Anyway. The biggest part is our quarterback, Jalen Hurts. He probably wants MVP if he doesn't get hurt. Come on now. Imagine that year he had and this next year he'd be even better. Knows the offense even better, more confidence. We're going to be dangerous. No doubt about it. Eagles will be dangerous. Joy, where do you stand? Most dangerous offense in the NFL. Chiefs, obviously, but who else? Where are you at? Where are you at? Yeah, I mean, I think we're all. <laughs> to victory. You're off tune. Miami Dolphins. Uh, well, I'm obviously, look, we're all going to say the Chiefs, you know, it's the number yeah. one offense. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Andy Reid, come on. Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. Like, Travis Kelsey, like, we're going to, you know, it's bow down. But I'm going to say the Dolphins. So I'm going to sing Miami Dolphins. <laughs> Miami Dolphins. That's the that song? Miami uh, Dolphins, number one. All right, I won't torture anymore. No, listen, we know what two is when he's healthy. It's a bad man when he's healthy. He's coming back off of a season, taking his health very seriously. 
you know, working on how to fall. He's going to come back stronger. You know that they're going to put the belief in him. You know what kind of weapons they have down there. I mean, after week 12, they had the second passing yards, second and passing yards per game and third total offense. So if he's healthy and he's out there in another season with Mike McDaniels, waddle. I love that. That's the best celebration. It is is the best. All things considered, it's the best celebration. That's very easy to do. It is. But, like, not do well. Mm. You know? Like, it's, it's hard to do well. Sometimes these, these, these celebrations be too complicated. I can't do all that. I don't know. I'm gritty? Like, yeah, it's too much. Can we see you gritty one day? Because yeah. I know you love the, the, uh, the bangles, right? Yeah, sure. Can you gritty for us? Well, I, I'm here for you, Shade. Whatever you need. <laughs> oh, I, I like it. I like it. I like it. Okay. Now, Slick, what you've seen, I've had the uh, – my list had one was the Chiefs. Shady agrees. Joy agrees. Two, the yeah. Eagles. Shady's there. Three, I have the Dolphins. Joy is there. Who do you have as the most? I'm actually going to go off the board from, from yours. Um, obviously, I love my Bengals and have high hopes for them. But I focused on the word most dangerous. <laughs> and for me, the most dangerous offense in the, in the league next year is the San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. Now, this obviously is assuming that Brock Purdy is going to be there. But what I look at what they did when Brock Purdy was there last year, 33, 35, 21, 37, 37, 38, 41, 19. Those are the numbers, and I'm not counting the last game because he only played a series or two. Uh, That's what they did with him at quarterback, and that was with Christian McCaffrey coming in halfway through the season. What I love is, and what I think makes them so dangerous, is that, yeah, I'm counting on Brock Purdy being the same Brock Purdy, but Christian McCaffrey... Debo Samuel, mm-hmm. Brandon Ayuk, mm. George Kittle. Jeez. Like, you have all of these weapons, and, and, and you've got hybrids with Kyle Shanahan. So you have these guys that you can't quite put, like you can't label, and you have Kyle Shanahan who can put them in different places as chess pieces. That's what I see as really dangerous. I don't know if they can realize it, but, man, that is a compelling combination where if they ended up being – as good as the Kansas City Chiefs next year offensively, I would not be surprised. Very fair answer. We cannot wait to see what goes down in the NFL. But remember, we got game two of the NBA Finals on Sunday, just days away. Is it already a must win for the Miami Heat, who are just happy to be there, just breathing oxygen, just happy to be in Denver riding <laughs> Ferris to, wheels? You know, Man, is it a must win when we return? Just lucky to be invited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nuggets dominated game one of the NBA Finals, but very quickly, Joy, is game two a must-win for the Heat? Nope. Seven-game series. Seven-game series. Slick, must-win? Nope. It'll be over soon. (laughs) Don't have to win when you're going to (laughs) lose. It's a must-win. Must-win. All all the Heat series, they won the first game, Mm -hmm. right? And you've seen the the results. They lost the first game. They got to still win these games to keep that that competitive edge, you know, that that Mm -hmm. underdog mentality. If not... Mm -hmm. It can get ugly. 
Here's my thought process more than anything. You know the Nuggets are going to get one on the road because they have in every playoff series mm. thus far. I think the Timberwolves were like, ah, it's not a must win. We know the Lakers. We're like, ah, Lakers, it ain't a must win. And it was over way too quick. So yeah. that's why I'm like, I actually think this one's a must win. If not now, then when? At, at, at the next two they're playing at home? No, but eventually they got to oh, win so one. Oh, so they're definitely, yeah, that's why it's a seven-game series. You think it's going seven games? That's what I said at the beginning. I love joystick. I don't know why. Why are we rooting for a sweep? I'm not, I'm not rooting for anything. I'm not rooting for anything. Well, I just said, I just, you said seven. I, I seven. Think, I Who was that pump for? I said Heat six. No, I said Nuggets and six. Yeah, you. I, said, yeah, I am the only six. one that picked the Heat. I wish I could make I a. Hey, I wish I could make an argument for our Heat. But you said, you said, you said sweep though. What? What I said? Craftsman trucks. <laughs> 